Hello, Auburn. This is the first weekly edition of the Pen15 Podcast. I am your host, Bryce Molnickel, and this will be a podcast where uh, a couple friends and I will just be discussing any topics that we have on our mind, anything of interest, anything we think you, the people, should know about. All right. Hello, Auburn High School. This is the Pen15 Podcast. This week's topic, impeachment. Well, in 2019, we find ourselves in a time where all we seem to be able to read about in media is impeachment. And I think if, if, if there's going to be something that important to the country, we're going to have to discuss some different perspectives on that. So uh, I have Celtic Robinson joining me here with Cole. Hello. Hello. Uh, so yes, I'm going to ask a couple questions. They're going to get their time to respond. They already know the rules. It's not important for you to know. Um, Celtic, I would like you to explain your perspective on impeachment and explain why or why not the president should be impeached. I think that the president should be impeached because he is a scam. Uh, he's been bankrupt many times. And he's just no good for the country. He's leading us very, uh, down a very dark path. He's racist. And overall, he's just a bad view for our country compared to others. May I interject? Do you, do you know what the articles of impeachment are? Uh, yes. Okay. Go on. Cool. Okay. So, on the topic, I don't exactly hear any specifics of your reasoning, more or less what I can surmount it to is disliking the man, which seems to be the entire backing behind the argument of getting him out of office. We're at a very split point in this country's timeline, and a bunch of people simply don't like the man. Um, I would like to say that that is very true. Um, a lot of people don't like the man, and for very good reason. Um, you know, he contacted outside sources of the country to um, basically illegally uh, interject in um, uh, inquiries into other people for the next election. Uh, his main focus was um, uh, Bill Clinton. So, to clarify, uh, you said that he was looking into inquiries for the future election. He was actually trying to dig into corruption involving Biden in the previous 2016 election. But to the next question, the articles of impeachment are now abuse of power, which changed from bribery, and obstruction of Congress. Do you think these changes, even if found guilty, will be enough to remove the president from office? Cole, you can start. Assuredly, I don't believe he's going to be removed from office, even if he goes through and he's found guilty of everything that they're trying to impeach him for. There's just, there's just not enough to hold a case to actually get him out of office. All it would do is make it a lot worse for him running for re-election. Um, I think that there is plenty um, to hold against him. When they brought um, the uh, the second lieutenant up to clarify on what he basically overheard the president speaking about and intelligence, as well as bringing the reports done by the DOJ and the FBI um, federal investigation into uh, allegations, um, those actually showed a lot of light into um, the wrong things Trump had done uh, while in office. And 
um, that those reports were showing that uh, there was no bias against Trump, which they had prospected that there was bias. All right. Uh, do you have a response to that, Cole? No? All right, fair enough. Okay. So, do you think there exists enough evidence to remove Trump if a trial happens? And to clarify on that question, I mean, what's necessary to remove Trump from office is to prove his intent. We already know what he said in the conversation. So, do you think we're going to be able to dig something up to show that he was politically motivated with his favor? Uh, Celtic answer first. Um, I think that he was politically motivated, and I think that the research shows that a lot of what he did helped him a lot in his election or going towards his next election was to basically give him a running start against the and put down the other running mates. I think that there's just really not enough against him. Like, I don't believe there's that much intent. Um, when you when you see the discussion that he had, it's merely uh, an instance of mentioning that if the favor could be done, um, it was not profoundly taken. It wasn't taken the same stance by the uh, is it the president of Ukraine? Yes. Yeah, the president of Ukraine didn't have the same response that most of the American people have in this in this term, like. Mm. He, he clearly would have been offended or would have that there would have been issues with the other the other people involved in it if it was anything to the level people make of it all right so impeachment is a big deal right so for an impeachment to be nonpartisan it has to be un, it has to undeniably convince almost all voters for people who even voted for Trump and against Trump that he did something clearly wrong the opposition to impeachment is sizable, to say the least. There have been polls to say, to showing that support is swinging back in Trump's favor. Trump's base is substantial in size on its own regardless. What exactly do you think would come of impeachment if you haven't fully convinced the people? So if he's removed from office and his base isn't convinced that he did anything wrong, what do you think can come from that? Cole, starting off. Needless to say, there's definitely going to be major civil unrest, and there's going to be much less confidence in the stability of our government. I mean, if the people in charge of going through the whole process can't listen to what is such a huge chunk of the people, or they can't persuade enough people to follow that, then people are just going to have a lot less faith in those those people that are leading them. Like, if they can't carry out their will or even change their mind in any way, what are they able to do? Um, I do agree with that. I believe there would be a lot of civil unrest, but I believe that it would be the right thing to do. And when it comes down to it, it's not directly the people's choice. Um, you know, if the Republicans initially decide, it would have to end up on, you know, a vote between everyone, you both the Republicans and the Democrats. So if it does come to that, then obviously the Republican Party will believe that he did something wrong, whether the people believe that or not. That's up to them. And that's sort of, again, that's where people would start to bring up a major flaw of our current government. And the, it's how it's been for a while, but the point of the government is to enact the, the will of the people. It's to follow their will. That's how they get their power. So it's just 
irregardless of whether or not it means that the Republicans that are in power and had the ability to get him out believe that he did something wrong, if the basis of the people believe that he didn't do anything wrong, then there's going to be a big issue, because well, it will just bring to question the current status of our yeah. government. Well, I mean, should the status of our government be solely based on the belief of the people or actual facts and the truth? Well, it, according to all means of which our government was created, it should just follow strictly the will of the people. And if it doesn't, we have the right to remove such a government. What if it was baked into our constitution? But, I mean, when you think about it, is that morally questionable and is that a good good insight or hindsight to possibly our country's future and how other countries will see see us. Like, if we go strictly off what we believe and, you know, remove the government because, you know, we'd rather believe in our beliefs and not the truth, could that lead into religion taking over government? Well, you're you're speaking from, a, from an angle that's, like, assuming that there is a truth. You're saying the truth, but you aren't saying exactly. You haven't proven the truth. There's this. This is why there needs to be a trial. Mm. That's to say that him doing something wrong is the truth, as opposed yeah. to the opposite. We're mm -hmm. talking about the outcome of of higher people's opinions, and that's mm -hmm. the disagreement in itself. So to get this back on topic and go to the next question, uh, I would like to say that this is a podcast, so there's going to be viewers out there possibly who don't know as much as uh, we do on this topic. So for the next part, I'll give some background and uh, let's get into the phone call. I would, uh, Trump said, I would like you to do us a favor though. Those were his exact words. The president asked uh, President Zelensky on July 25th. His favor was to look into corruption that was suspected by both presidents to have stemmed from Ukraine. Not once was there a mention of the military funding being withheld. Zelensky didn't know it until August that the money was being withheld. On top of this, Zelensky and his staff have admitted that there was no pressure by Trump or his team during any of their conversations. Now, knowing this, is it okay for Ukraine to investigate our election if they are suspected to be the root of the corruption? Cool. Speak first. He said the question was whether or not it's all right for them to investigate into... Because they're an outside country, do you think they they are just, or the president is just in asking them to investigate in our affairs? It would really depend on the country, and in this, in the uh, context of this certain topic, I think it would be perfectly fine for them to investigate. I mean, we've we've given them a whole lot more support, and they seem to be a whole lot more at ease with us. Like if there were tensions, if there were issues, then. If nothing else, than to cause chaos, I feel like they would have said that yes, there's a quid pro quo. But, yes, sorry, words. Um, but they're 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 going along. They're going through. They're telling the truth. So that's just what we're trying to see. If in the past everything was true, and I believe that it's fine. And to add to something that you said, quid pro quo is when you withhold something to gain something else. For people who don't know, and how could this be quid pro quo if Zelensky didn't know until months later that the money was being withheld in the first place? Uh, okay, so um, I do actually have the intelligence report right here in front of me. And um, the intelligence report does say that um, maybe Zelensky didn't know, but a lot of the other officials that are right under Trump knew that Trump was withholding uh, military aid to... Uh, Ukraine 
until that they were going to give political assistance in the investigation into uh, Biden. So in that case, that is technically a quid, uh, quid pro quo. Maybe Zelensky didn't know about it, but definitely his officials did, which does make it, you know, in existence. To that, I would say he didn't ask the officials. He asked the president of the Ukraine. It was a briefing with like the entire team of Ukraine. He asked specifically the president of Ukraine. He didn't know at the time. And the president said that even when he found out, he thought that it wasn't relevant. Well, um, Mr. Mulvaney, um, one of the officials under Trump had publicly stated that Trump had been talking about it for days before and had run it by them um, and that they knew it was a possibility to an occurrence and that what uh, Trump had said to them was that the American people had to get over it. All right. So the act in which uh, Trump asked to be investigated is when Biden's son, so Biden's son is an executive, was an executive on the board of a Ukrainian energy company where he had no business being. He knew nothing about the job and was unqualified to say the least, uh, various interviews that he's admitted. Uh, his father withheld money from them, basically forcing him onto the board. This would be a clear conflict of interest and uh, and would give and since uh, Biden was running for president, would give Ukraine some sort of leverage in our election. So do you think Trump was acting in good faith when asking for this favor? And given the circumstances, would that even matter, given that there may have actually been corruption? I, I think what he's trying to do, like the, the root behind it seems perfectly fine. I mean, the, the way that it seems to me is just there, there's a solid chance that something had happened in the past and giving given improved relations with Ukraine over the t term of his presidency, I feel that it's okay to trust them and that we're just trying to look into resolving something that happened in the past. Um, you know, a lot of arguments that, you know, you guys or a lot of Republican arguments and conservative arguments for protecting Trump is that a lot of times people bring up people's past to basically derail them out of their position. And considering this is exactly what Trump had done, isn't that kind of a hip, uh, hypocrisy to the whole protection of Trump and stop bringing up his past to uh, derail him? Are you saying that Trump shouldn't be able to do that because he complains that they're doing that to them? Yeah, okay. I think it's a little well, hip uh, hip hypocrit they're yeah, doing, they're, hypocritic. They're the ones doing it in the first place. If he gets mad and retaliates, I don't see a problem. Well, I mean, as president, I believe that if that's the case, then maybe I mean, he was already having his own party investigated and they weren't finding anything. Um, and I believe that, you know, if that's the case and he really wanted to be the better man, then maybe he should. Yeah, I just the, the logic behind it is that he's going to try. He's trying to go to someone more direct and wherein he's had issues in the past a lot of what people try to bring up to derail him is just like his beliefs, his opinions. In the, in the sense of what might have happened with Biden, it's a, a serious issue. It, it's borderline like tampering with the election. It's, it's trying to get outside influence in. It's also been a whole lot more recent than some mm -hmm. things and opinions some pe people bring up on Trump. Mm -hmm. So so exactly the situation what, what was it? Uh, Biden was... Biden had withheld aid, mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, from to this country when he was working under Obama. He had withheld aid to get his son onto the board. Exactly what Trump is being accused of. Okay, so quid pro quo. But um, and he is running for presidency, and mm-hmm. I just think it's just hypocrisy at its finest mm-hmm. that you're going to allow somebody to run for president who's being accused of something that there's no proof of the president being mm-hmm. accused of. Well, I mean, my question there is, um, you know, a lot of what they bring up is the point of the investigation was to um, basically uh, find or investigate possible medals with elections. Um, My question is, is how would just getting his son on the board medal with his, with, with an election process? It was a clear conflict of interest as he was under Obama for, Mm -hmm. for his son to be working, first of all, his son had no background in energy, and for him to be working on the executive board of a country, of a, of a company in a different country, mm-hmm. nonetheless, Ukraine, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's a conflict of interest. Isn't it also a conflict of interest that Trump gave his company to his okay, son? Okay, so here's, here's, here's so where Trump, no, so Trump gave his company to his sons, and his son wrote a book and sold it, and Trump bought 40,000 copies of his son's book. Yes, but that that's that's Trump's in the that's in America. The the difference is conflict of interest, though, involving someone's son and possibly spending money that would go towards. No, no, that that's not the conflict of interest is outside interference into a a candidate, uh, the vice president. Mm -hmm. So, if your son has very close ties with Ukraine, that could affect how you're running our country, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So it's just unethical to do so from mm-hmm. the first place. But a thing I wanted to say was, uh, all right, so if it turns out that Trump's suspicions about the interference in the 2016 uh, election are correct, then would you want the, pers- the impeachment process to proceed? And do you think this would create a situation where the country is divided? Um, I think that uh, in the long run, a lot of people will get over it. There is a year left, whether there is an impeachment or not, it will be probably dragged out to, you know, almost the point of the next election. Um, If the country ends up divided, it's been on a long spiraling uh, direction to that point. But I believe that um, initially, just like Every time in the past, Americans will just get over it. So, if his if his theories about Biden are correct, or if he's able to prove that that's correct, then I think it's going to it's definitely going to bolster his side on it. If they mm-hmm. haven't, you know, de- definitively proceeded with impeachment by then, they, because well, just to interject, Biden was caught doing this and allowed to continue his campaign because they didn't think it was serious enough to remove him for it. So my point in including that was, if it's not serious enough to make somebody stop running for president, why would it be serious enough to impeach somebody? Because it's not the the exact same situation. They're saying that it's not... it is. Well, they're saying that it's um, it's not enough to stop someone from running because it's just... Uh, someone's son trying to get into a company. But Whereas, should but should the president, the person who's running for president, not behave in the way you would want your president to be? Um, yeah, I know 
Just keep going. Um, uh, in that case, uh, can you repeat that, please? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. So if if Biden, which he he, okay. So it wasn't enough to get Biden to re- like stop running mm-hmm. for uh, president. So why would it be enough to remove somebody from office? Well, because I think it's a whole different situation when you're, you know, America. Uh, as America sees it, it's a whole different situation when America is meddling with other countries, but America doesn't doesn't want or a, like a when more concise bringing question. other countries into our, you know. A better question would be to ask, why would we not hold the people who are running for president to the same standards that we are holding our own president? Because once they get into office, if they had performed the same thing that we're yelling at another person for, I mean then it should hold the same weight if we're going to, if we do talk so much about the past and the character of our presidents, especially since everyone seems to be so upset with like Trump's opinions, like his actions, not to say like the actions he's taken as a president, but so to say like looser things like his, yeah, actions taken before or just loose things like how he tweets, how he talks. People really dislike that. And that's something people on the counter really bring up is they just simply dislike the man. Mm. Um, so what, what the president said during the phone call and would you like me to go over what he said? Sure. Okay. So he said, I would like you to do a favor, us a favor though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you guys to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say CrowdStrike. I guess you have one of your wealthy people, the server, they say Ukraine has it. There are a lot of people... There are a lot of things that went on in this whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. I would like to have the Attorney General call you or your people to get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, the whole nonsense ended with a very poor man by by a name, uh, Robert Mueller, an incompetent performance, but they saw say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it if possible. So... Does this not imply that he has reason to investigate since, according to Trump and the president of Ukraine, which was in, was in agreement, a lot of its uh, corruption started in Ukraine? So does he have reason? So is since they both are on the same page about it, the, the uh, corruption stemming from Ukraine, would Trump have reason to ask for this favor? I think he really would have reason to ask for this favor because... The, the root of it's in both countries, and I think if they're, they, they come to us for a lot of aid, they're currently getting a lot of help, and there's a lot that they will still be getting from us, so I think if we, just to maintain relations, if anything, that we both want to come together to solve an issue that has severe roots in both countries. Mm-hmm. Um, to interject, Trump said that a reason, excuse me, Trump said that the reason he withheld the aid wasn't because of any quid pro quo. It was because the uh, Europe and in the in the transcript, even the president of Ukraine says that we're bigger than the entire UN. Like we give them more money than all of the UN. And Trump was like, "That's ridiculous. Why are we giving them the most aid out of literally all of everybody, Europe. all of Europe?" Yes. And so he pulled out of that, and that's something that. Trump didn't bring up himself, but Zelensky brought up in the phone conversation. So, knowing that, or, or how how do you feel about what are what are your thoughts about that? 
I think it's the honest to God explanation for everything that's going on. People, every time you see a discussion about this, you see people overlook something like that. Just they, they want to jump right to trying to attack the president, so to say, in this way, instead of looking at it. That sort of really just explains it all. I mean, we, we are, so to say, the world police, the supporters of the world. I mean, we give aid to so many countries. It's, it's just it's a logical conclusion to say this one country versus all the countries in the U.N. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as he was saying that we often take up the policing, you know, of the world and expressing aid to other countries, and providing military assistance. Um, in that case, uh, I believe that stopping the aid was probably, you know, what was needed. Uh, we do provide more aid than most of the European Union combined. But, you know, he did it in the sense of needing a favor for no, the didn't. case before he would... He didn't... There was the no aid. mention of the aid being... With, the, the president didn't know about the aid being withheld for months after that. So mm -hmm. the, the, the favor was just, you're talking with somebody and you say, hey, there's a problem going on in both of our countries. Can we try to get to the bottom of it and work together and mm -hmm. collaborate? That's what he was asking. I, I, it had, I think it's, it's facetious to say that, that, that there, there was any correlation between these two things because he didn't know in the first place. Well, I mean, I think that I'm not exactly sure why as president, you know, upcoming to the next election would randomly, you know, just ask for a favor out of the blue to investigate one of one of his rivals, you know, why wouldn't you have him investigate all of them if you weren't exactly sure? Well, because, where, uh, you know. yeah, I see what you're saying, and I think that's because, like the anecdote I gave you, it was a thing that happened. Uh, Trump wanted something to be investigated, and the thing he wanted to be investigated was something that actually occurred. Mm -hmm. His son was on the board of that company, and there was Ukrainian interference, and mm -hmm. they just said it wasn't a serious enough problem to do anything over. Yeah. So that's not the point where that, that's not where the argument is. He's trying to get more information. Yeah. It was a thing that happened, and he's just he, he's trying to prove it. Whether yeah. or not that has political ramifications, such as making an opponent look worse mm -hmm. or making himself look better for figuring anything out, he mm -hmm. it is trying so, to get to the bottom of an issue, which effectively. It's sort of like the same issue that he's being called yeah. out on. So what you're saying is he knew beforehand, before he asked the favor, the favor that this thing had happened, right? Mm -hmm. So my question is, him knowing that, why would he go and do the exact same thing as, you know, why would he purposely call Ukraine and then remove aid? Because here is... He here's, removed the aid prior to calling. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did. And here, here, let me, let me say this to you, right? If you're asking somebody to do something, mm. to if you're saying, "Hey, there's this big problem. We need to weed out. We need to weed out corruption. Quid pro quo is bad." He wouldn't then do quid pro quo. That just goes to show that it's more likely that these two things were separate, and that Trump didn't even have the aid being withheld on his mind at the time. Because mm. why would he do that? He he is the one who provided the transcript of this conversation. Mm. He recorded it, mm. so. Why would he set himself up like that? Well, I mean, he didn't personally didn't 
He personally didn't record it. All of the president's calls are right, no, no, recorded he, by he, intelligence. No, it was his. He had it recorded. Is what I'm trying to say. He had somebody transcribe it. It's a transcript. Hmm. So, so written down as opposed to like. So why would he, in his own transcript, because he's not a dumbass, say investigate quid pro quo while also at the same time being knowing that he's doing quid pro quo. If he was knowing that he would do it, he was doing quid pro quo, he would not have done it in that way. Mm. It, it, it just, it's the dumbest way to do that, in my opinion. Mm. If, if he was, if he's willing, like if he is willing to and wants to commit something like that, then he'd be looking into something else as opposed to what is the exact same thing effectively. Right. It sort of, it sort of sets up a logical like fallacy. Mm. following it doesn't add up to much mm. well again my only question is you know him knowing that Biden had you know done this and that it was a problem and that it was brought up as a problem you know he knowingly ended up you know he as you said he had it transcribed but why wouldn't he be more specific in his call he's very unspecific he's very you know he just blatantly just uses words and like asking for a favor you know it's he it sounds well, very he specific. specific he said he mentioned the whole crowd strike situation and he called us specifically hunter biden well, that was specifics well is that in his actual transcribed yes. quote yes all right guys that was celtic and cole discussing the very important topic of impeachment and i know celtic got cut off but I think it, it, what he was talking about was on a less important note. And I think the real takeaway from this is when there's a topic as important as impeachment, for, for, for you to not talk about it and for you to not engage in conversation with people and just talk to people and see what their opinions on it, it's damaging to yourself and not only yourself and your, but your country. It affects you how this country is ran. It affects you who is in the Oval Office. It affects you what people say about the president. And if it affects you if he is removed from office without reason. And I think there isn't reason. I think there's a group of people who really dislike a man and will try to stop at nothing to get him out of presidency. There have been three if I'm counting correctly, that might be a low number. It might be four. There have been three impeachment trials or processes to, to impeach the president of the United States. Never before has anything like that happened with the president. He has not. There have been thorough investigations into each of these allegations, and he has not come out guilty on any of them. Trump did not and in itself, commit quid pro quo. He could not have. For you to tell somebody to investigate quid pro quo while also doing it in that very same conversation that you are transcribing and provided to the public just doesn't make any sense. And for you... Let me, let me put this a different way, actually. The president did not mention the aid being withheld. All right, it just didn't come up. The president, President Zelensky, didn't even know about the aid being withheld until 
months after that conversation. Yes, you can say his staff knew. Yes, but that favor wasn't asked to the staff. It was asked to the president, the president of the United, the president of Ukraine. Okay, that's it. The conversation was between them. There was no mention of the aid. The president of Zelensky didn't even know about the aid. Why would Trump even do this? What significant gain would it have for him, for him to incriminate himself like that? Well, if there's anything that you've taken away from this podcast this week, it, it, I think it's that you should just listen to the facts and make a decision for yourself because nobody can tell you what to think. And that is the most important thing, that you are able to think for yourself and listen to the facts and choose your own idea or version of what happened because that's all that's happening here. The only evidence that the Dems seem to be able to provide is hearsay upon hearsay upon hearsay. So it's up to you to figure out or determine what happened. And if you're doing something, excuse me, if you're doing something as important to this country as impeachment, which has happened twice before, twice in the history of this country, it has happened before. If you are going to do something as divisive Partisan as impeachment, you better be damn sure that you have proof that the president committed that crime. Because if you don't, if you do not have undeniable evidence that you could put in front of anybody, Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, anybody, you could place in front of anybody and, and undeniably convince them, well, yes, the president did this wrong, he should be out of office, then you are splitting the country regardless of what you think, there are people who will take Trump's side. There are people who have his back no matter what. And there are people who, if they, if he is impeached, will consider themselves impeached. They will consider their opinions impeached. They will consider the vote they did, they cast in 2016, impeached. This has been your weekly recording of the Pen15 podcast. Thank you for listening. I know it's been a long episode. This has been our first episode. We should be getting more out every... uh, I'm not going to give myself a specific deadline to to get each episode in by, but I I promise you this. I will get each episode in each week, or at least one episode in each week, starting when this episode drops. And uh, if you guys have any... If anybody wants to come onto the podcast, let me know if anybody has any topics they would like to talk about. If there's anything you think is very important that think that you think needs to be discussed or brought to the t- uh, the attention of of whoever might be listening, <laughs> then uh, let us know. I will be creating an email and a social media presence, like a Twitter and everything else, for uh, the podcast. So that is the Pen Fifteen Podcast, P E N Fifteen Podcast, and uh, yeah, thank you for listening.